0: Assassin's Creed is the big budget motion picture based on the Ubisoft video game series. But, like that game series, is this a tired experience? One that's having us jumping for faith? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Popscorn. That was torturous. I know. Welcome to Popscorn These the Foul Entertainment Movie Review Podcast and today, the first review of 2017. Yeah, Actually in January this time, Woo! we're talking about Assassin's Creed. I am always Mike. And I'm sometimes Darren. It's only occasionally, only on weekends. Yes. Um, Assassin's Creed was a movie that came out for the Americans last year. Yes. We um, got it New Year's Day. Now last year, that happened with Creed. It did and happen with how Creed. Look well that happened. Yeah, that was a great movie. You're showing your cards a bit early. I am. But <laughs>
1: there's no stopping how bad this movie is, Michael. <laughs> wow.
0: Ow. Okay, so so me and you were going to have difference of opinions. No, I no. thought this movie was average. Oh no, okay. no. And I will and I will say there are bits of this movie I actually liked, but a lot yeah, of it yeah. is drawn out dross. I agree. Yeah. But what's bad is 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 very similar to the video games actually. Everything that's in that the, that pertains to our main character. When yeah. we're not with our main character, the movie's great. Yeah. When we're with our main character, oh boy, howdy does it suck. Bad times, bad times.
1: Yeah, this was this was supposed to be. To be fair, we've said this quite a few times this year, but this was supposed to be the start of the video game movie renaissance. Apparently, when I mean, we had faith in Warcraft to to kick it off, but this was a big franchise taking their own video game to task to film. You know, and Ubisoft's got it in the they got the back catalogue to kind of follow this up with the likes of uh, Far Cry, which split to sell, with Ghost Recon and all that
0: type of thing. Oh, uh. probably ain't going to happen, now is it? No, I I just imagine that whoever was writing the Uncharted movies just got a a big notice nailed to his door, like "Do not finish, do not finish, (laughs) do not finish." Poison chalice, poison chalice, poison chalice. (laughs) Are we ever going to get video game movies right? Are we ever going to have a
1: good one? I'd like to think that somewhere out there, there is a way of adapting video games to a film that works. But when Prince of Persia is the best you have to show for yourselves, yeah. a very average Jake Gyllenhaal movie is the best video game movie ever. And
0: at times, this movie shows a lot in common with Prince of Persia, which yeah. is, which is for the most part, wholly entertaining in bits. But, oh God, when it's... this is very, like The only way I can describe this, if you've played an Assassin's Creed game, this is very much Assassin's Creed 1. In terms of quality. Yeah. The bits where you're in the past and you're with the assassins, it's kind of awesome. Yeah. Uh, the bits where you're in the present with Michael Fassbender. <sighs> oh, God. And the thing is, you got to understand that those bits last longer than anything else in the movie. Because now that we've changed the art form, we don't get to spend 90% of the time with the assassin. Uh-huh. We only spend 90% of the time with our protagonist. And... And and the assassin sequences are very much treated like extended cutscenes from video games. Is just a lot of stuff happening and then it ends. Essentially, yes. Um, so we we start the movie. with have a basically a Star Wars text crawl. <laughs> yes, of like uh, some of you might not have played <laughs> this this game. Uh, I
1: feel like the same thing happened with Warcraft.
0: No, no, there was a voiceover over an unimportant skirmish between an orc and a human.
1: But it's never a good sign, outside of Star Wars, we have to give this lengthy a tech explanation for what is going on. For what I don't think needs to be an overcomplicated story, but we'll get to that later. And we
0: see a young Michael Fassbender dicking about. Um, and To a confusing soundtrack. Yeah. Which is weird. Before that, actually, when the movie opens with... Are we spoiling this thing straight out of the gate, by the way? No, I think we should at least attempt to keep it spoiler-free. Okay, well, the, the start of this movie, you see uh, the assassin assassin, not Michael Fassbender, but Michael Fassbender in a previous life. Yeah. It actually is Michael Fassbender in a previous life. That's yes. not me uh, pulling the thing. Aguilar, I think the name of the Aguilar, yeah. Aguilar. Um, and you see him get initiated into the Brotherhood of Assassins. And that start, I was like... Okay, yeah, we might actually be going. So some- no, mm-hmm. no, 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 we, we quickly like get this really confusing choice in music. It's like we got all this this orchestra building up, and then it's just like, and now it's time for some nineties grunge rock. Like, yeah, why, why? As jarring as it was
1: when Smells Like Teen Smooth showed up in the Pan movie. Much (laughs) like that, this just didn't make sense. And it's kind of... That sets the trend. Um, (laughs) So Michael Fassbender sees some stuff happen in his childhood that kind of sends him off this path. We meet him in jail for murder. um, And due to some shenanigans, he ends up at Abstergo, which is what happens in the the first Assassin's Creed game. Desmond ends up at um, Abstergo. Uh, and and we kind of roll from there. They were introduced to the plot points that we are familiar with as people who've played Assassin's Creed. That they're trying to introduce this new audience, the Animus, the um, the, you know, the linking together with your ancestors through your DNA, all that, the Templars versus the Assassins and all that type of stuff. Um, but it it's basically the way in which they go about this. I, I think is probably not the worst way they could have gone about it. Because actually, the worst way they could have gone about it was a direct adaptation of the video games. Yeah. Which are not known for having good storylines.
0: No, well. But not for having complicated and <laughs> ambitious storylines. Yeah. But not good. I would argue that the two and Brotherhood are very excusable. Okay.
1: When it's assassinating time, yes. When we're playing Ezio, that's fine. Yeah. That's good. Um, but whenever the, the horrible hand of the future has to come and play its part. Or even worse, Technoshare shows up. (laughs) It's just the worst. And what they had here, this is the thing that's that's cheesed me off the most about this movie. They had a chance here to take that source material, clean it up, strip out what everyone universally agrees is the worst thing about the Assassin's Creed series, lob that out, get rid of it, chuck it, no one would cry. And refine the storyline, keep the bits they kind of want to keep, the future and the past dynamic. And, and go forward with that. Instead, they had a chance to restart it. They chose to only kind of slightly meddle with it. And made something equally as bad, in my opinion. In terms of just how unstoppably confusing this movie is.
0: Yeah, no, the, the, you got a lot of points there that, that do make sense. It mirrors the first video game too closely, I feel. Like, even down to... The, the stylistic choices in that game that didn't make sense yeah and the bad choices in that game and the bad story points in that game mm-hmm. and this what's so confusing is I, th- I think they're trying to play this as an in-universe Canon story to Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. and yet at the same time it could be considered its own work it convolutes its own sort of law mm-hmm it's just it's confusing, and when when he just calls for an action sequence, it's really good. They could do that bit really well. I know. And the rest of it is just such a letdown.
1: I, I think... Okay, I need to talk about Fassbender, because I thought this was probably the worst turn I've ever seen Fassbender wow, give. Wow, really? I've merely not seen a ton of Michael Fassbender movies, but I've seen a fair few, and this is by far, in
0: a way, the least I've ever enjoyed Michael Fassbender in a role. He was surprisingly monotone for Fassbender for when you compare even in a shithouse movie like X-Men Apocalypse mm-hmm. his performance in that is unbelievable like i named that a top 10 movie more. <laughs> i know he did we, which we moved to number 10 we have agreed on thank you thank you but i hated it um but you know you compare the the scene in apocalypse where he's Magneto in the woods and it's the the spoiler alert the death of his family um second family i guess then that's kind of like a brilliant performance and it shows you why Fasper is on the map as one of these best and then you watch him just scowl his way through two hours of this and you wonder what happened because he seemed to really be on board with this movie he seemed to be like yeah yeah no it's a good game I'm looking forward to bringing it to the screen and doing it justice I'm like sleepwalking yeah it'd be nice if you were moated once well no when he does
1: emote he goes full-blown Nick Cage crazy. Oh! <laughs> can we,
0: can we talk about in, that scene already? He
1: just, there's <laughs> a random scene. Now, it, it's shown that like, he's a murderer. Now, they try and give a very quick one-line explanation for it's okay that he murdered somebody because yeah. he murdered a pimp.
0: Yeah,
1: um, that, That's fine. <laughs> th- that, that's okay, yeah. Screw those guys. I only murdered one guy, jeez. Say <laughs> <laughs> Snoop Dogg, come on. <laughs> um, but then, they, they don't really... This is my problem. They don't really try and make him empathetic, sympathetic, any type of other ethic other than pathetic. <laughs> hey, um, uh, how long have you been um, thinking of um, that line? No. <laughs> and and you never really connect with him because you don't really spend enough time with him in a kind of slow down environment where stuff like that can happen. There is a lot of scenes in X Men where they give Magneto time to just not be pulling apart with the world and you know doing grandstanding speeches. Quiet moments with him and um, Professor X where they're just talking about their differences, and that's where the real character of Magneto comes through. I'm thinking of the plane scene in Days of Future Past and stuff like that. You never get that here. You don't even get five seconds worth of that to really get a grasp of him as a character. So when, during one scene where he's had a bit of a mental breakdown because of the bleeding effect of the animus, something they could have played on, I, I think, in a better way, but we'll get to that later, Yeah. he just starts singing. Out loud, crazy, Nicolas Cage level of just singing... Crazy, yeah, crazy for feeling so blue. It's weird. Oh, it's as bad as not the beast. <laughs> In my opinion, it's just so. How out did it burned? It <laughs> felt like it came from a different version of this movie that was more wacky, yeah. fun,
0: outrageous. Fun
1: has a whole lot of fun.
0: Sorry, um, <laughs> <laughs> a script this movie that could have been handed to Jack Black and probably would have worked yeah. better yeah like, you know what I mean like,
1: like, like dude and I'm assassin crazy uh, like, God. Oh, God. like
0: and that makes more sense somehow
1: it does and then so but that that's the thing that it's like a mad a completely 180 from he's just morose murderer who's just kind of having crazy things
0: done to him and he's reacting to my like going eh, I don't remember much about Desmond from the first game I don't think he was a morose crazy murderer though but that was the thing Desmond was an everyman. That's he, was he was your, a vessel. He was
1: I know. nothing more. He was, your, he was your Keanu Reeves. That's how <laughs> video games work, though. I, I know we're all high on him because of John Wick and stuff, yeah. but Keanu Reeves <laughs> is the perfect actor for this type of role because he is a nothing most of the time. Most of the time. So that was a problem with Desmond, but they tried to give Fassbender character, but it wasn't Fassbender giving you that character. It was other people telling you about Fassbender's character. Chief among which was Marion Cotillard. Yeah, who. Another person who slept walked through this movie.
0: Yeah, which, again, I don't think her facial expression changed once. And her job was to narrate everything that Fastbin did. We haven't mentioned the character names. Honestly, I don't think it's that important. Can you Uh, remember them? Callum Lynch is the only one I can remember. Cal. Cal. That annoyed me. Don't, don't, like. You've known him like less than 10 minutes and already you've given him a nickname. I know, like, I, know fuck off. I know. I know. <laughs> and I
1: couldn't tell you what Marianne Caldear was called. No. I couldn't tell you what... Um, Abstergo um, Lady. Jeremy Irons was called. Oh yeah, Jeremy
0: Irons is in this movie. Jeremy Irons is in this movie. That, I didn't... I forgot that that was a thing and he said I was like, oh no... Oh, you! Oh, remember Dungeons and Dragons, guys? <laughs> this somehow is worse. <laughs> you thought that was bad? <laughs> now, to be fair, at least in Dungeons and Dragons, we had the joy of Jeremy Irons mm-hmm. just chewing the goddamn scenery. Here, he's it just... He doesn't do it enough. I wanted him to chew the scenery. I wanted to wake up. There is not a single
1: actor in this entire movie that genuinely seems invested in what they're doing. Who genuinely out to be... It's a video game movie. It hasn't got to be serious, for God's sake. It's, be, it's about... Time-travelling assassins, for
0: God's sake. That's got to be serious, but... Also, I know there's not much to be said for the casting department in this movie, but, like, assuming Jeremy Irons was like, up oh, that's the villain. There he is. Yep, there he is. Found him. <laughs> Jeremy Irons. And, 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 yeah, and it never really gets any better than that. Even
1: when people, like, Brendan Gleeson, I'm going to have to talk about him in the spoilers, but he shows up... Yeah. And... That just happens. Yeah. It's, just, it's like... Oh, hi, Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> did you do one take, Brendan? Are <laughs> you on like a dinner break from a better movie and <laughs> came into these two lines? It did
0: look like it was filmed in a canteen. so oh, it would have made God. a lot of sense.
1: And then just... Oh, okay, I need to finish up the Abstergo stuff, because then I can actually talk about some positives. We were also introduced through some a, a lunchroom scene <laughs> yeah. to all these other people that work at Abstergo. They're shown a few times, but I don't think we ever get character names or... or I real, don't
0: remember a single goddamn one. Or
1: real context for who they are. But we basically told you know they're going through a similar process. Some of them are further along the line than Callie's in terms of being able to you know have a hundred percent synchronization with their past self. Um, but they all seem just like odd. It's like they're living in a madhouse, yeah. basically. That all these people are kind of scatterbrained. They're all talking a bit weird. Like things he gives them an apple at one point, just an apple. Yeah. Says this will save you and stuff like this. It's like we're living in a crazy
0: house. Um, if you don't know anything about the games, it must seem. One hundred percent random, right? Because if you know about the games, it's like it's a bit more forceful on the symbolism. Yeah, but it's not good symbolism; it's just outright telling you this is the next big plot point. See you there. See you in half hour. Once we're done moping.
1: But this is the thing: when when it comes time for the you know that little thread of oh these people also made about the Abstergo when that becomes like an actual plot point down the line, makes no sense. No. No sense at all. Again, we're going to have to say that for the spoilers. Please do hang around for the spoilers, because it's going to be fun. Um, (laughs) But, and that just adds to what I think is probably the main, one of three main problems I have with this, is that I genuinely, twice in the movie, completely lost where I was and what was happening. Utterly, like, in terms of like, okay, I knew what was happening in terms of who you were trying to stab and what they were trying to do, but... Everyone's character motivations were so vague and and just kind of just unobtainable to me that I was like, well, what is Marion Cotillard's deal? What is she trying to do? And when you get to the end, Marion Cotillard's character um, uh, motivations switch completely in the space of 30 seconds twice. She, go, she does a full 360 in terms of what she's feeling in the space of 10 seconds and one decision that Michael Fassbender makes. Yep. Again, hang on for the spoilers, people. <laughs> um, but the positives. Yeah. The actual assassining. Is good. Is good. Is really good. Really good. I really like it. I, I, I don't think it was shot particularly well sometimes. Because obviously they were trying to cover for, for either the achievements of the body or,
0: or the Maybe be, It kind you. of felt like it was intentionally supposed to look like an extended video game sequence. Yeah. Maybe that's a stylistic decision. If it was, it actually paid off because I get it. But, the, you know, the actual fight choreography, action choreography, it's borderline brilliant. I agree, but I think I would have liked to have seen it a bit crisper. Like, the
1: either yeah, fighting in the dark, or in smoke, or, you know, shaky cam running scenes. The chase sequence is probably the highlight of the movie, I think. That's really good, yeah. Was was really fun seeing the parkour, and it was like, oh my god, that is an Assassin's Creed game. They're moving almost identically to how, you know, Ezio and, and the rest of them move. They're doing the cool kills. They're really heavily playing on the double blades, as opposed to giving them swords, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, gives it a lot of unique selling points. But and I, I correct me if I'm wrong here. Do we? I genuinely think there are five scenes in this movie set in the past. I counted three. Oh, four if you count the opening. Okay, opening. Yep. Um, initial venture into the animus where, yep. with the chariots. Yep. Um, chase scene. Is, is that the, the chasing that starts, then being bound up, and the Pope yes. lecturing at them? Yes. Yep. Um, the the scene where they obtain the thing. Yeah.
0: Um, and then uh, Christopher Columbus. Oh yeah, there was five. There was five. You that's are it. right. And that's five it. scenes. And and the f- the first one and the last one last two minutes or less. Yeah. So. Yeah. Go and, figure.
1: And and. and, and... Okay, I've just realised I have to extend my major problem with this movie to a list of five things. Wow. <laughs> but that leads me to point number two. The people,
0: Ubisoft in particular, seem to think that people give a shit about the future. Yeah, that's the biggest fucking thing for me as well. I was like, the, the, the games and the movies are called Assassin's Creed. And it's like, no, it's time for big people hang around in grey building. You made the same problem that you did in 2007. seven Again. You- had eight video games <laughs> of
1: people telling you at the end of all of these games they don't give a shit about the future stuff. <laughs> it has never mattered. It's an idea, it's a cool idea, but they've never successfully done it well. Yeah, the
0: thing, it's supposed to be a framing device and it's not a framing device because yeah. it's now the overarching plot, which is not fun. All it ever should have been, all the future stuff
1: ever should have been, is saying, right, we're going to plot the entire history of the Templars versus the Assassins. If they remove the magical McGuffingy this stuff, like the Apple of Eden and the Pieces of Eden and all that type of thing, you get rid of that and just use it, and, and Techno Share and all that babble. <laughs> techno Share. Techno Share. You get rid of her and her lot and all that stuff. I genuinely think there's an interesting story to say, right, we're going to go from Altair back in the, you know, the Crusades time, and the last Assassin's Creed game is going to be Desmond as a fully formed assassin after all this you know, time spent with him in the future fighting modern day. Um, Templar agents doing modern day Assassin's
0: Creeding, that'd be amazing I think this is where it might, work, might have worked better as a series maybe a Netflix yes. or Amazon series where Desmond is used as a framing device at the start and end of say like hour long episodes so you yeah. get two episodes with Altair four episodes with Ezio and then one each on the ancillary bastards like Connor and Arno and etc You et could have spent more time with Connor Connor was cool <sighs> right, not no. not Connor um, Edward. Edward. Yeah. I'll, Edward I'll, Kenway. I'll happily spend more time with Edward Kenway, but and no. that's
1: the thing. That's what, going back to the point I made. They had the chance
0: to do all of this. They had the chance to make a cool character out of Aguilar as well, yeah. and make him a likable assassin. But nothing's dethroning Ezio, which is unfortunate. No. And they
1: didn't do any of that stuff. Fair play to them for sticking to the guns thinking they could fix it, but they were wrong. Yeah. They were incredibly wrong. Um, so right, I'm just gonna have a quick look at my notes. In fact. Before I get to the notes, yes. the most of these are spoilery, is there anything else you really feel we need to touch on?
0: The Animus itself, I think we need to discuss. The actual plot device and machine that is the Animus, because it's far different from what we see in the games, for those of you who have played it. <laughs> it is, but that's one of those few changes I liked. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I feel like we should bring it up because it's a good change. I understand why
1: they did it, because obviously having Michael Fassbender lying in bed for the entirety <laughs> of the movie wouldn't have been <laughs> Yeah, lying in
0: bed, having a fit whilst his past self is doing yeah. cool stuff. It, it's not the same. No. Like that only works as a framing mechanic for a video game. The fact that they changed it into something much more dynamic mm-hmm. and actually showed you Fassbender's character getting trained properly. Too much. Too but... much, yeah. But it was kind of cool. And the the idea of synchronisation, because in the game, desynchronisation rather, Isn't is nothing. is inconsequential. You get desynchronised, you just yep. restart the mission again. You get desynchronized in the movie and you're having a full-on like stroke. And that's a change I really dig. I really like that change. And yeah. I think, really, that's something they should really put into the video games because it adds more stakes to becoming an assassin and using the Animus. Although, I th- if I rightly remember, aren't the... The new game's kind of done with the Animus now, or are they still plodding on? Well,
1: that one? they're done with Desmond.
0: Yeah, I know more that. to the point. I can't remember if you actually see an Animus in, in in
1: Syndicate. I know you do in Black Flag. I still think there's some some futurey stuff available to you in Syndicate, but you can largely ignore it. So this thing, the Ubisoft games, of with every game they've had increasingly less future stuff, apart they from can, three where there was quite a lot. Yeah, but they completely sh- like shipped off Desmond at that point said right we're not going to give you a set character to play in the future it's going to be do and again i haven't played syndicate for, for uh, over a year but I, I can't remember any future stuff in there if that wasn't notice enough to them enough to just drop it yeah. or keep it to a minimum like i said I use it
0: as the framing device it's supposed to be and exactly. not as 90 exactly. percent of your two hour movie the... well, it felt long can we can i just say that it felt like a long movie <laughs> and it does the bullshit thing that I think movies should really stop doing it tries to do the Lord of the Rings multiple goddamn endings thing like here's a point where the movie could end let's do that No, nope, we're going to drag it on for 10 more minutes and looks like we're getting to a resolution No, nope, nope another 10 minutes just stay in your seats and we're going to come into the end nope no, nope, you got to stay and sit through the credits fuck off
1: I have to talk about the ending after the spoilers I have to okay because oh the bomb's going off when we talk about that <laughs> f- <laughs> fucking ending <laughs> The balls on fucking movies off. I have nothing else more to say that's
0: not spoilery at this point, other okay. than to say
1: do not go and watch this movie. I I would
0: say watch it but not don't pay to go and watch it. Like if you've got a Netflix subscription, yeah, that's that's your way of catching it. I will say, just because of how well made a movie it is, technically, not storytelling, okay, yep. not any form of adaptation, just a movie, just a visual thing that you can put in front of your eyes. It's fairly competent and unfortunately, with everything considered, after Prince of Persia, it's still probably the second best video game movie we've ever had, apart from Mortal Kombat, which I you know I, that's on its own little pedestal mm-hmm. somewhere because that's just a cheese ball that I love. But that's the problem of modern video game movies, we don't like this one and yet it's still oh. somehow realms better than Warcraft. when it gives us what we paid for,
1: yeah, the assassining.
0: It did do that. It It, was Whereas Warcraft did like nothing to please anybody. I think it's like we've got some positives.
1: We have. But I think the negatives are far
0: worse on this. Because the
1: thing with Warcraft was we were just nonplussed about it. We just didn't care. Which is bored. Which is
0: worse, I think. I I don't know. I think having no opinion after something has had hundreds of millions of dollars pumped into it and just going, meh. Is worse than getting genuinely rolled up about it. At least the movie's elicited a response from us. True that. We are unlikely to forget about this podcast when we finish. Exactly. The yeah. Um, but no, my which my... is why I still remember that Interstellar exists because of our. Oh, uh, oh well, wow, that was a similar time. <laughs> I wasn't it? Thinking about it, that's a movie that was too overly long, too overly bloated, and so far up its own
1: ass. Oh, indeed it was. <laughs> I would say I I, what, I will echo your Netflix thing, but just skip to the Assassin's Creed bits. Yep. Do not bother with one. Single iota of anything else in this movie, other than those five glorious, glorious scenes.
0: When somebody uploads them to
1: YouTube, watch them. There. We don't, we don't uh, promote piracy, but we might make an exception. But if it's here. there, it's there. Right. Spoiler alert. Here we I go. <laughs> right. Okay. Here we go. It's gonna be fun. Problems with Assassin's Creed that require me to spoil things. Um, the there is a point. Yeah, we we t- showed at the start of the movie that. Um, Cal's dad killed his mom yeah we seem to find out that she was an assassin she was protecting something from somebody again that was lost on me a little
0: bit of what the actual motivation was there by and the way we... she killed herself really and yeah. framed her dad because you know that's what because he wanted to do it but she was like I'm going to do it yeah, and they both did it really,
1: and and didn't kill his son because he didn't have the heart, but then also didn't kill himself, which kind of the point that he wasn't meant to fall into um, a, a Templar hands. He does if- now we're taken. At this point, no, it's obviously that Cal blames his dad for everything. Um, it's one of the few things
0: he's able to explain about his character. Yeah, but, but the, the, way, the bit where he gets executed is just really glossed over. It's kind of like, tell dad I hate him. Okay, bye. It's time for the Abstergo. Bye, bye. Peace.
1: <laughs> so we're taken to this room, which is separate from like the kind of main living quarters of all the other Abstergo people, where we basically, I think there is even a line of like, these people are basically lobotomised. They have had such a bad time with the animus, or the animus has burnt them out, that they just mill about this room. They don't really talk to you know anybody. They're they're beyond help. They are fucked. They're lobotomised. Your dad's over there, by the way, by the window. I was like, okay, so Brendan Gleeson's going to be lobotomised. Brendan Gleeson was completely okay, <laughs> yeah, he was capable fine. of holding conversation without being slightly confusing and giving us a lot of plot. And later on, using a knife. So, I, I genuinely think. They there must have been some bad editing here, there must have been reshoots, because you can't give it a setup like that to say he's lobotomized and then have him be completely normal in the same scene, not five seconds later. So that pissed me off. Yeah. Although, also, well now you're just being inconsistent <laughs> with your own storytelling within a ten second radius. That's not a good sign. Also
0: there's the more obvious problem with Michael Bath fanspender's dad is Brendan Gleason. <laughs> Yeah. that in itself is a weird casting choice now Vassbender at least attempts an accent Brendan Gleeson does not no
1: <laughs> he's Irish as fuck <laughs> um, so and I think uh, to go back to character motivation so this is going to be shot because this movie is scattershot I like that they held on the female assassin when she died yeah like we were meant to give a shit do you know her name no
0: she was cool, but I don't She's know her name. She did
1: some cool things, but like this wasn't meant to be like a oh no, I weep for you. Well, that's the thing, your name because was. they
0: didn't do the thing that the video games do, which is get an English voice cast and get them to do a vague accent with all the lines in English. They do the subtrack, which you can actually get in all the video games. Like you can play Assassin's Creed 2 in Italian. Yeah. Which is cool. And this movie does what those games probably want you to do and all the Assassin's bit are in Spanish. That was cool. That's cool. I don't know anybody's name apart from Aguilar and that's only because the English people mention them maybe I'm being a little bit sort of ignorant there but I don't remember the female assassin's name because I don't think it was ever mentioned which is a shame because her character design like her costume pretty damn rad I would have liked to have seen more of her I would like to have played that video game yes And She's making me want to go home and play a video game and not yep. watch this movie. We don't need to just start
1: escalating with the questions, starting with so these Assassin's Creedy people that are hanging around that we meant to believe, you know, the Templars are trying to frame is the Templars are the good guys, Assassins are the bad guys, and all these people wandering around are clearly off and nutcases that they're talking to, and then all of a sudden, just apropos of almost nothing, they turn into a badass
0: fighting force. Yeah, they suddenly start a prison riot of sorts. All. Like, in conjunction with each other,
1: without really seeing a planning phase, or them letting on that, you know, they've all joined the way of the assassin. But presumably they were all assassins to begin with. That's I think that's the thinking. Okay, maybe you're right there. But all of a sudden this goes from just, like, you know, milling about, like, you know, like, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, and then all of a sudden they're the goddamn crazy 88, and they can just take out this entire building full of, of, of highly, you know, armed mil- uh, military types or fucked by some crazy people in some schlubs
0: in some schlubs in some slubs. and then yes, I get the feeling there's going to be one of your questions is coming up and I think I've got the answer to it but we'll see if we get there if not I'm going to pose it and okay. It okay concerning the end riot scene
1: so then they go and free Michael Fassbender who's done another character 180, when he talks to Brendan Gleeson prior to going to the Animus for last time, he's like, I am 100% behind the Templars. The Assassin's Creed's are assholes. You're an asshole. You ruined my life. I'm going to find the Eden. I'm going to find the apple of Eden. I'm going to give it to the Templars and see what they... You know. Yeah, basically he's like, I'm doing this for them and I'm going home. And yeah. that's it. That's all I care about. He goes in the Animus. He does one or two things. He comes out and now oh no, I'm totally with the Assassin's name.
0: Yeah. Oh, Can we, can we also, on, whilst we're on that story thread, just be like, the ghosting effect with Aguilar, who just comes over and tries to punch him several times. For yeah, what reasons. Was, what was that about? Like, if you're going to try and convince somebody to join you, the thing you shouldn't do is walk towards them menacingly and attack them. And it's then, a bit weird.
1: That was, but why was so yeah, Why was he attacking himself? Yeah. That wasn't what the bleeding effect does. And then, so he comes out, and then all of a sudden he's seeing all these assassins. Now, they had done something with the others where they're kind of, you know, showing with lights what, Angularish thing basically. which is kind of cool again it's yeah. a framing device pretty cool but then they they just all of a sudden there's all these assassins which I guess we meant to presume are all of his ancestors are all there and he's talking with his mum and all these other people Marion Cotillard runs out and sees an assassin dressed like Marion Cotillard that's then completely dropped yeah that never happens there. again no, does not even mentioned slightly once and they're abandoning ship and uh, you know Again, Michael Fassbender just instinctively knows what the crazy people's plan is and joins in and is able to take down a guy wearing bulletproof armour with a bow and arrow. Yep. And 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 then decides to catch a plan to get from Spain to London with no money, no resources, no nothing to stop the um the Apple of Eden being revealed by the Templars and used to control everybody.
0: Before we get there. Yep. You didn't bring it up, so I thought I'd do it myself. Why don't they have guns in a in this facility? Oh yeah, where they've they go- just got nightsticks and stuff. Yeah, haven't now I? I think I know the answer to this. Why? Well, a they don't know the games, and b do you really want to have a room full of potential assassins and then also give them firearms if they a do point. the uprising? But that that's me making excuses for the movie's lack of inherent judgment. Yeah, if you're going to retell this story, why the fuck aren't they shooting the rejects? Why aren't they shooting them and killing them all off? At the end of the day, Abstergo is supposed to be goddamn evil, and instead, they want to get the whiffle bat sounds at the end. It's it's a bit weird. I think my problem was we were never there. I don't know what this has to do with us
1: playing the video games and knowing, you know, the is and all they seem, but there never seemed to be a point where they were
0: particularly hiding Abstergo as being anything other than Templars. the Templar, especially when they have the goddamn Templar Oscars at the end of the movie. They, I just because that happens. They meet
1: they meet the Templar woman early on in the movie, don't they? Yeah. So, yeah. So it's Theresa like- May, that's her. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful.
0: It is though. It so, looks exactly it like it does. A...
1: Now I think. Oh, now I think about it. That's yeah, you know, there's, there's shocking, an interesting interest. plot point. <laughs> but but, and they do go to London at the end of the movie, so you know. So they didn't do what they did in the first Assassin's Creed game and make it genuinely seem like this is a good company trying to find this apple of Eden for whatever medical bum jumbo Marion Cotillard was trying to convince I mean, herself.
0: <laughs> oh, the um, the idea that once we get the apple of Eden, Be the world of violence. R- yeah, c- cure violence. You fucking moron. Ugh. pure violence. It's not smallpox. No. This isn't a thing that ends. Violence is, and like you like, oh, said, violence is inherent, and, like, you're really trying to go for this kind of meta-narrative of the the flaws of mankind when you're supposed to be a movie about time travelling assassins. Just, and like this kind of feels slightly above your station here, Ubisoft. Sorry. No,
1: don't don't get up your own ass. Just tell a simple story of we want to go back to ancient times see people do flippy stuff and stab each other. <laughs> yeah. It's not rocket science. <laughs> Good God. So so we know they're evil. So the, the I don't know why Marion Cotillard goes for all the pretense of trying to kill violence and all this other business. So where was I going with this point? A Assassin's creep probably to a London. Um, oh right, <laughs> the Templar oh, Oscars. Good God, this is stupid. <laughs> All right, you were right. This movie was dragging, but the ending then happens. Yeah, and I'm like, that was your ending. <laughs> that was the most anticlimactic ending in the history of film.
0: Because <laughs> they go in Christ. there.
1: And they're going to reveal the apple, which you think, right, this is going to lead to the big action scene. of like the Templars trying to get across London, pegging it away with the, with the apple, sending their men after the assassins, and they're going to be doing cool, jumpy stuff over of the roofs of London. That'd be cool. said, what happens is, Marion Coulthard, who at this point has, like, you know, accepted that her dad's a bit evil, how she didn't know this already, considering he's in the Templars of all things. <laughs> and and then, being played by Jeremy Irons. And she's ta- he's taking all the credit for her finding the apple, and this is the point where he decides, oh, maybe he's going to do bad things with the... With the object that controls willpower, yeah. huh? Who knew? So like <laughs> now we must cure violence. <laughs> so, so from her entering that building, from the first seat, first shot of her in that building, I reckon there's about two minutes between this point. So a minute between this point and her rejecting the Templars and saying the Dad's an evil human being, yep. and she wants nothing more to do with him. Then Michael Fassbender shows up, genuinely says some lines that I didn't even catch due to like the music and everything. And yeah, maybe, like
0: pretty bad sound edited on that. Yeah, bit. terrible.
1: And then. Now, my, my brother says that it was Michael Fassbender that killed Jeremy Irons. Yeah. I thought, for whatever reason, it was actually just some random assassin that kills no, Jeremy Irons. No, it's okay. de- definitely okay. Fassbender. Fassbender kills Jeremy Irons. This is a minute after, you know, character turn 180 number one by Marion Coulthard. Now, she's back on side. She wants the apple. She wants to destroy the assassins and and, and be the head Templar. What is that? <laughs> yeah. That is shit writing It's his like, absolute fucking
0: cult. Yeah, it's like, fuck my dad. I don't want to be... Oh, he's dead. I really loved him. Like, why? Why? <laughs> I love you. I hate you. I hate that I love you. It's... I love you. I know. Ah.
1: No. <laughs> and then, so they have the apple. I'm like, okay, okay. The Templars aren't going to run away with the apple, but the Templars are going to chase the apple, right? No. Your ending is Michael Fassman just stood in a hoodie on top of a roof. whilst
0: whilst the police evacuate the Templar Oscars oh yeah
1: what was that you're finished for your big action movie your big fuck off action movie right is to just have it end with Michael Fassman committing one kill
0: in real life and then just getting away with no repercussions. Yeah, they don't even run. They're relatively close to where it started. It's
1: This is a multi-million dollar company. You don't mean to tell me they had helicopters, tanks, something, a jet, something, a bloke with a sniper rifle on the roof, something that would stop them. This was insulting. This was sequel-baited. It's very fucking worse. Yeah. That is the third worst thing about this movie. That it just it knew that it was getting a sequel because who wouldn't love this? Oh, in the next movie, you'll get way more assassins and yeah, don't worry about it. We'll resolve everything in the sequel. You want to see this one. Fuck you, Ubisoft. Don't start your first ever <laughs> movie with an open ending that bad. Leave a thread, by all means. Leave the Marion Coulthard thread. That can be fine. You can pick that up in the next movie. Don't have the bollocks, the fucking raw nerve to leave that open of an ending. Such an un inconclusive mess of a thing which is why I think there must have been so many production problems because that can't have been their original plan for ending. I flat out refuse they thought we're going to end this ultra cool video game action movie on that scene I need to put my glasses back on they came off at some point <laughs> I don't even realise when they came off but, oh that's why I Jesus fucking I,
0: Christ I, I, <laughs> and that was only were... the
1: third of my five points of the <laughs> thing this <against me. laughs> Let me move on to point number four. This movie is entirely fucking joyless.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: There is no fun to be had in a fucking Assassin's Creed movie. (laughs) (laughs) So bad, it's the best. It's just... (laughs) fucking insulting to me oh god you do a fantastic. video game movie now this isn't some hybrid thing like the last of us movie when that gets round I'm not expecting that to be a comedy that was a serious game from the start about a zombie apocalypse there's no joy to be had there it's a fucking bleak situation that's fine but this was like making the fucking you know uncharted movie with no jokes it's like making the earthworm gym movie with no jokes you took a game that, okay, immediately isn't a comedy, but it's fun. It doesn't take itself too seriously most of the time. In, in um, Assassin's Creed 2, you walk up to your uncle Mario and he goes, Hey, it's me, and Mario! It's like, it has a bit of a sense of humour. Yeah. Okay, maybe it's not, again, straight up comedy, but it's fun. You enjoy yeah. playing Assassin's Creed. You are like running and jumping off the things and stabbing people and all that stuff. Obviously, that was hampered by only having five scenes <laughs> set in the period we <laughs> paid attention to and wanted to see. But there's no fun to be had here. You feel sorry for Michael Fassman, who's clearly not having fun in real life, and that shows through the film. Yeah. There is no fun whatsoever to be had in any of the stuff leading up to that final battle. Because you've not had fun or connected with any characters, you don't enjoy that final battle, which is the crazy one in the building, because apparently that's their final battle. And you don't give a shit about anybody at the end. Utterly joyless. Point five? Point five! (laughs) (laughs) And this is, this is more of one that uh, I need your input in okay. because I genuinely believe this about this movie which is why I think it's the most insulting of them all to not me and you but to everybody else the general public if we had not played an Assassin's Creed game, would we have one fucking iota of an idea of what was going on?
0: <laughs> probably not.
1: Not at all. Nope. <laughs> we were filling in blanks. We probably even didn't realise we were filling in because we've played Assassin's Creed game. We were filling in the blanks about the, the Templars, the Assassins, their relationship, Abstergo, the Animus and all that business because we know what this lore is. People, other people didn't. If I were taking someone who doesn't play Assassin's Creed game, a general moviegoer, the people who play the most amount of money to go and see this stuff on a weekend, right? Because they've been enticed by Assassin's Creed stuff, regardless if that's in the movie or not, right? They're not going to have two fucking <laughs> together of an idea of what is happening in this movie. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> Uh, like, right, at no point at no point outside of really clumsy dialogue do they explain what synchronising is we know that's what it is that's actually true they don't we know what it is there's probably like one offhand line here said in the middle of some fucking random they're running down a corridor because no one sits still in this movie for more than 10 seconds there must have been a line somewhere trying to explain it, but they don't do a good job because I know I've had to fill in what synchronisation is after the eight video games I've played. <laughs> I feel bad for giving the money for those video games if this is how they're going to treat me, a long-term <laughs> fan who has actually played every single Assassin's Creed game. Fuck this movie. There is going to be movies that are going to match this in terms of being bad, inept, boring, joyless, but nothing is this deadlier combination of all of those things and more. This is why I'd be fucking amazed if there is one movie I think is worse than this one this year. We have started out in the worst possible way. But the good news, Michael, the good news, it can't possibly get any worse from here. The only way has to be up because we can't fucking get any lower than this piece of shit movie. I have a headache from how much I'm shouting.
0: Anything else? Mom? Happy New Year, everyone! What's <laughs> up, Darren? With that last point, I'll see you at Justice League. Because you know, oh, Christ. if there's one thing that could possibly topped an inept display of sequel bait, <laughs> it's DC. a Zack Snyder movie! DC's
1: been redefining sucking ever since they started this extended universe, so they're going to take a look at this and. You f- <laughs> think <laughs> you can fuck up a beloved franchise? We've been in this for years. Fucking hold my beer! Uh, and this is where we should promptly end with no explanation as a tribute to this movie. Right, bye everybody! <laughs> I genuinely should have opened the spoiler I'm section kidding. by just saying, let's just end. <laughs> <laughs> let's just have no explanation. Let's have 30 minutes of white noise, that'd be great. Oh God, it was a movie that felt overly
0: long and then rushed at the same time. <laughs> yeah, like nothing of consequence was done and yet somehow it took up more of my time. <laughs> I didn't even think about all the terrible things until we did this review, Darren. I was somewhat positive I on the think, movie. I think this is going to be my... what? Because you know how I didn't
1: really hate Suicide Squad? As yeah. Which I probably should have because I didn't really think about it. Because it's dreadful. I think we're going to have the opposite opinion of this movie. You're going to th- go away from this, probably with a lesser opinion than what you started off with, but still thinking it wasn't the worst piece of shit. Whereas I've overthought this movie, and now... <laughs> look, I'm even sat like a straitjacket jacket. how tense <laughs> I am. Oh, it's a piece of shit. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. <This is> for
0: <laughs> feeling so blue <sighs> right.
1: Wow, I didn't expect that. It's a good job the next podcast we have to record involves me talking about Breath of the Wild to cheer me up. <laughs> just how inept <laughs> and joyless and fucking dreadful Assassin's Creed was. Don't do a sequel. Don't do any more movies. Stick to video games. Syndicate was fine. <laughs> carry on with that trend and everything will be fine
0: oh god thank you Michael all in all 5 out of 10 <laughs> <laughs> no it's shit that's all that can be said. Now let's abruptly end, Darren,
1: plug away. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, at TheGuttridge, for more competent and cohesive thoughts. <laughs> for more meltdowns. Yeah. Oh, the Royal Rumble's coming up. I'm probably going to blow a gasket at that as Woo! well. Uh, you can also go to prowrestling.net and check out, um, I've got a bumper amount of wrestling content coming up on there soon. Um, I'm going to uh, the Progress Wrestling Show this Sunday. Uh, myself and my partner over there will be doing a um, review of that live in his car after the show cause he's going to be fresh off the bat oh well, wow, it's like the old off topic days I know <laughs> um, we, oh yeah we did just do it in my car didn't we, we did just it had do great it. acoustics to be fair I, to know, my car. Right? I still have that guy we could just go and do <laughs> yeah. it here. anyway um, it's the dead of winter we're not filming in my no, car The window doesn't even work it was bad enough um, in summer no I know um what was I saying yeah it's also the WB UK tournament as we record this this weekend um, so we're going to be doing a lot of coverage of that as well we just did a massive two hour review of a lot of podcasts uh, a lot of progress shows that we missed out on and plenty more besides coming up over there on net. and if you want to find out about any of that and more at
0: The Goodreads it's also my birthday very very soon so wish me a happy birthday as well that should be Michael. Good. And, of course, uh, if you don't want to go to our main website, there is always our new project, Toy Literature, which you can find on naume.com. That's under the username Toy Literature, and I think the O is a zero, because I think they wouldn't let us have Toy no. Literature. I don't know, something like that. Either way, no, no, that's our Facebook page. You have to put a zero instead of an O, because we couldn't have Toy Literature on Facebook, because profanity, so screw those guys. Um, but, of course, you can go to fansetainment.com for all kinds of content like this, including Darren's end-of-year stuff, which I am... Definitely putting up and contributing to myself. Joint year stuff, going to be good. Uh, mm-hmm. That's over at FoulTerm.com. And on your social network of choice, be it Twitter, Facebook, Sam Minds, mine's Naume. You can find some on the username Foul E-N-T. That's F-O-U-L-E-N-T. Which is where you'll
1: find out about the next podcast we're about to record, which is going to be a 2017 preview. Looking forward to the films, video games, and uh, what am i am missing from that? TV shows of 2017 that we're really looking forward to. Uh, hopefully that will cheer me up immensely. Looking forward with optimism to the year 2017 uh, from here on out. Michael, I'm going to apologise in advance for the amount of editing you have to do to turn my voice down uh, in this <laughs> podcast. Uh, this may
0: delay this podcast a little bit, actually,
1: <laughs> but I think it was worth it. Because, again, I hope I filled you with optimism because it can't possibly get worse than this. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Can
0: only get better. Can only get better. Ah, Now Now I found you can Can only get things. Can only get. (laughs) get Fuck this film. Fuck.